0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Socially Rewired, the weekly lifestyle podcast which talks about the joys and tragedies of growing up in the 21st century. I'm your host, Neil Fitzgerald, and welcome to episode two of season three. so happy to be back for episode two god we have just got a lot to talk about and next episode i know we haven't even started this one but i'm just gonna say it's gonna be a good one um hopefully next episode will be with my first guest so that'll be really exciting um i know it's taken three seasons i'm really sorry but with covid and everything it was just safer that we work out this way so Anyway, I've got my first guest coming on. That should be really exciting. They will definitely give you an insight into life. Oh, I don't want to say too much. I don't want to say too much. But um, I'm really excited to do that. And I'm, yeah. So, but without forever ado, this episode is going to be a great episode. Guest or no guest, you've got me again. Um, Exciting stuff. Some would say that's the worst thing in the world. Most of you would say that's okay. So, I was actually on TikTok before this and I, God, it. I nearly cried, right? I nearly cried. And I want to tell you what it was about. So it was just this girl and she was like, right. She was saying something really happy. And then she was like, do you want to know something to ruin your day? And I, obviously I kept watching like an idiot. And it was like, imagine all the elderly people eating alone right now. And just, why does that make us sad? Like they've lived a beautiful long life and yet the thought of like an elderly person eating alone like, it makes me so emotional and I honestly don't know why because it's just like the natural like they're still living but just the thought of them like eating alone god it just made me really sad I know that was really random but honestly it just like got to me a bit and I was like, I have to share this. I'm currently in the studio, so I'm still working on the sound and everything. So if you hear wind, rain, I do apologise. It's a miserable day today. God, the world is just trying to drag me down, but we shall rise above. You know what else made me cry? Love is blind, right? Love is blind. I know I'm late to the party and I really do apologise, but I finally sat down to watch it last night and a couple nights ago, like, it's been, you know, the episodes are long, so give me a break. Oh my god, I was nearly in tears, because these people have got to that stage in their life where they need a television show to help them find love, which is already quite sad. But these people open up to each other, and so the whole concept is like this big experiment that you should date someone not based on their looks, and just take that whole concept of like looking at someone and feeling attracted to them out of the equation and just putting them in two separate rooms and making them talk to each other basically through a wall. And it's such a good concept, but I honestly didn't really have faith in the show. And then I watched it. God, I was nearly in tears. These connections that they're forming are so like raw and just beautiful. And they're just normal people. They're not on there to make money. And I feel like that's what really kind of changed my perspective on it it's like this isn't like any other TV shows they're not on there for money like they all have normal jobs and they will all go back to those normal jobs but I just think it's so cute how they get to form these connections and there obviously is a little bit of drama because I want to say there's like six guys six girls and you know one girl made like two of the boys and that kind of thing so it was just they're not even boys they are men it is men and women and they are all just forming these beautiful connections and it just really like touched my heart so i would recommend watching love is blind i know i'm very late to the party but if you're bored and you didn't watch it before go watch it right it has been an exciting week at that so let's just dive into the dilemma diary The dilemma diary is a segment on the show where I delve into your dilemmas of which you've sent in if you'd like to send a dilemma in you can do so via the anonymous google form linked in the description of this podcast what's great about this part of the show is that all dilemmas will stay anonymous which means we can talk about real life problems we might have and it stays locked in the diary disclaimer I do not claim to be professional advice giver of problems over doctor therapist I'm actually far from the sort, which means please take what I say with a pinch of salt and do get a second professional opinion on everything I talk about okay let's get into it oh here we go i'm currently stuck in a situation where two boys like me god must be horrible as fun as it sounds i would hate to break one of their hearts guy one oh let's give him a name um let's call him Elliot. Guy one is so sweet and makes me feel safe. Whereas guy two, let's call him Brad. So we've got Elliot and Brad. Whereas Brad is fun and adventurous and makes me feel giddy and I'm stuck on who to pick as I don't want to drag it out any longer. Please help. That is why we are here for the Socially Rewired. Family are here to help you. Now, What's actually what's strange about this dilemma is that earlier today I was going through my TikTok as usual and the video of Halsey came up and she was in an interview talking about why you shouldn't pick the guy who gives you butterflies. And here's why. This is what she said. Um, You shouldn't fall in love with the guy that gives you butterflies because that's your body's way of telling you something's wrong. Your emotions are unsteady, which turns into constant questioning. But you end up becoming obsessed with your partner's affection and approval, which definitely gets draining for your partner. But you want the feeling of being loved and you start to almost just crave it. And it's a really big misconception that if they give you butterflies then that's a good thing, and every so often it is, you need that kind of um, feeling every so often, yeah, but if your heart is jumping out your chest every time you see them, it starts to turn almost manipulative, as you feel that your partner's job is to constantly validate you, in a way, so when you feel your heart start beating, and, and a flood of butterflies is in your stomach, and an o- just an overwhelming feeling of giddiness and Not excitement, but it's kind of that in-between of excitement and adrenaline. Take it as a sign they are not the one. You've got to listen to your body sometimes. Some emotions get mixed up for others, like anger, for example. That can be mixed up for aggressiveness and passion at the same time. So it's just one of those things where you have to take into account what the other meanings of it could be. You want your significant other to make you feel safe and calm and you're not constantly wondering if you'll feel the butterflies again and you're not holding on to that feeling that of giddiness and adventurousness moral of the story pick the guy who makes you feel safe and welcomed and calm that could be the guy that makes you feel giddy but just check on your emotions and yeah so that would be my advice obviously butterflies and giddiness is good but it has to be out of balance otherwise you'll start to hang on to the feelings bringing a big bundle of insecurity with it Um, in yourself and in the relationship so just fact check yourself see where you are maybe do some meditation i don't know i'm i'm not a meditation fan personally i don't care to sit still for five minutes and think about myself because i get too much in my head already let alone when i'm giving myself time to do that but find the rooted emotion of what you're actually feeling like the pure raw emotion okay right i hope that helped it's always a difficult one whether to go for Mr. Fun or Mr. Safe. But sometimes Mr. Safe is the best option. And you just have to grow and develop in the ways you saw in the other partner that you want to see in in them. So it can be worked on. That's the whole point of a relationship is to work on yourself, work on each other. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the next one. attracted to the bad guys now this was kind of similar to the last one but I kind of thought of this question in a different way Are, are we ready for an overly complicated metaphor because I am um right so imagine an adrenaline junkie right they thrive on danger and fear and excitement and they want to go on the highest of rise and skydive from the highest heights yeah why Because it's exciting and it installs fear and so they attract those sorts of activities. It's in their nature, it's in their blood, that's what makes them happy, yeah? And it's same for people who are attracted to the bad guy. That is your way of getting that same high. You may not be jumping from a plane, but you're throwing yourself into a, a dangerous relationship And danger is exciting, especially when it comes to love, because there's a lot of different emotions packed into one person. It's new, it's something different. Now, just because you're attracted to them doesn't mean it's healthy or gonna work out, but you'll keep being attracted to them until you shift your energy, e.g. finding new ways to get that adrenaline high, if that's what you want. If you want to keep getting your heart broken, all means go ahead. But if you don't want to be attracted to the bad guys, you could have to shift your energy and get that excitement from something else. Whether it is a sport, maybe it actually is skydiving, or maybe just having a good group of friends around you. Because you're not attracted to the badness of the guy. That's not what you're attracted to. You're not attracted to the toxicness. You're attracted to the idea that it's different. So find somewhere else to get that difference from if that makes any sense okay right that is it for the dilemma diary this week um it is now time for feeding the fame <laughs> where i feed you the latest and hottest celeb gossip and headlines and discuss the positives the negatives and the ugly of all of it as always don't take any of these as facts this is the internet after all not the most dependable source and it never will be but without further ado let's get into it before we start with my fave celeb gossip more olympic news there has been an overwhelmingly amount of support for simone biles um the gymnast who she's so young i don't even know I don't even want to know how young she is because it's going to make me feel bad. But um, a gymnast who unfortunately had to pull out of the games for a mental issue, mainly to do with the pressure of the whole thing. Um, Justin Bieber was one of the many celebrities to come forward and comment um, and even posting a picture of the gymnast commenting what does it mean to give the whole world but forfeit your soul sometimes our nos are more powerful than our, our yeses when what you normally love starts to steal your joy it's important we take a step back to evaluate why Bieber, i'd like to personally send a message to you and say where did that come from <laughs> honestly one of the most like beautiful things that's ever come out of even's mouth to be honest um I just thought it was so just nice it just reminded me that people can be nice and celebrities are real people who feel emotions and I just honestly was like wow like he really put into perspective especially for someone who isn't in that industry or isn't in like any sort of industry aka me what like Simone would be feeling what Justin Bieber's felt in the past like with all his stuff and it just really like set me back and I was like yeah like I 100% support Simone Biles anyway I support anyone who takes time off of their work their job their career to focus on their like mental illness um because it's so important to take that time to do so we've seen so many people in the past get to a breaking point and they've never had a break they don't live and I think that's something that people really need to consider especially with the Simone Biles thing like she could have saved her life taking that step back so if anything, she deserves a gold medal for that, I mean, wow, like, the bravery, and we know she's trained so hard for it, so to step back must have been the hardest decision of her life, but it could have saved it, so, anyway, that's what I wanted to talk about, let's go on to some more jollier stuff, if you will, Anne-Marie's new album, Therapy, came out, I really, really like it. It's definitely a classic pop album. It's nothing too crazy. It's really good though. Anne-Marie is one of those people where I actually believe she's human. Like, I actually believe she's a real person. And I think her album really speaks to the ordinary Sarah and Joe, you know what I mean? I think... They are, I think the songs are so relatable. I think it's coming from a person with a kind heart. And yeah, I really, really like the album actually. Um, X Factor is coming to an end after 17 years. I mean, I'd like to say I didn't see it coming, but who's who's actually watched X Factor for the last five years? Because I don't know anyone who's come up to me and said, like, Have you seen the newest episode of X Factor? Like, I mean, it was going downhill. It served its purpose while it was there. It's so easy to become famous these days that a show like that, it serves no purpose in TV, in media anymore. So, yeah. um, Billie Eilish released her new album, um, Happier Than Ever. Oh my God. <sighs> the album, single, whatever it's called, Happier Than Ever, the actual song, is the best thing you will ever hear in your life. I've been streaming it all morning. I didn't expect the song to end like that. It is such a good song. It really got me going. The whole album is incredible. I know today, um, July 30th, she's doing a, is it a docu series? Is it a concert thing i'm not sure oh like a tv special a bbc tv special is called up close um i'll be watching that tonight definitely i'm really excited for it billy you absolutely smashed it with that album it is perfect everything from lost cause your power male fantasy the harmonies in that song is incredible the whole album is perfection you are literally an idol for so many people i think it's so perfect for the era we're living in now for the people who are going to listen to it it's amazing congratulations it's going to be one of the best albums of 2021 i can already tell and it is raining so i'm so sorry if you can hear that but anyway um more news Paris Hilton is expecting a child which is so exciting um I've honestly got really more into Paris Hilton especially from watching her documentary series which revealed her past and how she was like abused as a child and all these horrible things like oh honestly so I've really feel like I've formed a connection with Paris so I'm super excited she's gonna be having a baby she's gonna be an excellent mother perfect <laughs> um let's talk more into music um artist of the week this week has to go to role model forever and more has been on my playlist all week and I've been loving it he's all his songs to be honest are incredible um been loving dave's new album my favorite song is probably survivor's guilt so good Uh, kind of honestly just it makes me sad and like happy at the same time it's that kind of vibe um don't go yet by camila cabello such a good song that in the shower honestly i felt like i was in spain i was having a lovely time it's an i don't know what they put in it but it's an addictive song, and it's an anthem, honestly. Um, Something I did want to talk about um, on the realms of music is, was COVID good for the music industry? Now, obviously, I'm not a part of the music industry, but I feel like sometimes the best view is from the outside. That's my validation for talking about this, okay? So don't come at me. But... I think in many ways covid did wonders because I think it forced artists and labels to be um creative and innovative and use different platforms and just find different ways into reaching an audience and so I do think it actually did wonders in terms of pushing artists to try something new especially so um yeah And also, especially kind of going back to the Simone Biles thing, I honestly think that, yeah, artists lost, I guess it's coming up to two, like two years now, a year and a bit. I honestly think some artists would have gained five years extra of their career even though they lost some because people and artists especially with strict management and labels they need a break. Think about it with One Direction I feel like they needed a break and they never got it and that's why it kind of sloped out into like this hiatus but I think it could have saved some of the artists we hear on the radio now that having that break. Obviously the tour industry suffered and you know a lot of people did suffer but artists I honestly think did benefit from it and they were able to be more creative and not feel as much pressure because the world wasn't ready for anything big to happen and so I think it forced some people to relax a bit and yeah I honestly believe like some artists have gained five years of their career because of Covid And because they got that time off to spend with their family and spend with people who they wouldn't normally see every day. So yeah, good. We got very deep in that episode. I'm very, very happy with it. Sorry if you heard any background noise. I really do apologise. I hope you could hear me clear enough. I try to soundproof this studio as much as possible, but... I did as much as I can. So I hope that um, you enjoyed the episode. Thanks so much for listening. Remember, you can send in your dilemmas or topics you would like me to discuss on the podcast via the anonymous form linked in the description of this podcast and follow Sochi Rewired on Instagram and TikTok. It's just at Sochi Rewired um, for all updates, extra info, all the fun stuff. And I'll see you in the next episode. Have a wonderful week. Bye. (music)